Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Crashes to ashes, dust to rust. According to my Christian junkyard guy, Bob Young from 109U Pullet, cars meet their ends by natural death more than three to one over crashes. So what are the driving habits that will extend the life of your car? Did your driving instructor perhaps tell you to picture a goldfish bowl full of water in your lap as you're driving that to slosh any of that stuff? Or maybe he actually put a big gulp in your lap and had you drive it with a full cup to make sure you didn't slosh any of it in your lap. So what are some of those things that you were taught or maybe that you've taught your kids that this is this is the way to be gentle on your car because cars die quickly without tender loving care, so to speak, as we talked about last week. It, you know, it was amazing to me as I appraised thousands of car, thousands and thousands of cars over my careers, I would get in a lot of people's cars and go drive them. And it was fascinating to me how you could almost tell the way a car would drive by looking and in, in, in having an experience with the owner. Because gentle people tend to be gentle on their cars. Rough people tend to be rough on their cars. And, and you can tell by how loose the car is, all those things kind of by how they've been driven. So what do you do to make sure that you're gentle with your car. This is a live show. We'd love to get you on. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in. 866-34-TRUTH. If you're digitally gifted, <laughs> you know, we were coming back from Nashville last week and here was a gentleman that had had a flat tire apparently and we were on Interstate 40 and he'd obviously been driving and driving and driving and driving. And the, it was throwing up the smoke because obviously, you know, that gets really hot. I think he must have watched the movie Cars and thought that you could just keep driving on the rim. Really a bad plan for a lot of reasons. So I was thinking as I thought about that, you know, number one, did he know what he was doing to his car by driving in it on a flat tire? Did somebody ever teach him that? But also maybe there's things like that that you're thinking about right now that you saw somebody do recently that's just makes your hair stand on end like, wow, how could they do that to their car? Why would they drive like that? We want to hear from you. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. What are the good habits that save your car? Or what is it that people do that makes you want to scream when you see them doing that with their car? And then later on in the show, on track with Andy, he's out in Las Vegas for the race out there, and we have Cyan Alford, who's with iRace for Life. It's a very unique way to integrate racing and video games and sharing your faith. You're going to be fascinated by this. It's coming up at the bottom of the hour on track with Andy. And then coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. It's no coincidence that crashes to ashes, dust to dust. <laughs> Sounds a lot like ashes to ashes, dust to dust, because this week I was studying Isaiah 61, and the more I studied, the more I saw Jesus' parable of the soils in a whole, whole in a whole new way. In fact, 
I wrote the last chapter of my un- upcoming book. Many of you may not have heard of my upcoming book. It's called, <laughs> it's called The Legend of Banana Pants, which has a meaning all its own. But the last chapter is called Royally Soiled. And we're going to be sharing that coming up at the end of the show on our appraisal by the Real Black Book. This is the Christian Car Guys show. You're tuning in. We're bringing the kingdom of God to lives through an automotive platform. Very fun stuff. Our new website now, if you had trouble last week, I certainly had trouble last week with a website. Our website is now back up. It's a brand new website. It's got a lot of neat stuff on it. ChristianCarGuy.com. There you'll find the Jesus Labor Love, free car repair labor for single moms and widows across the country, and Wisdom of the Wounded with Karen Mulder, all sorts of stuff on track with Andy, those links to his ministries. And, uh, of course, hundreds of articles and God stories are all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. And we want to tell you this is a live show today. And as we mentioned, you know, with all this ice and snow, maybe somebody's been doing something in the ice that's driving you crazy about the way they're taking care of their car. How do you drive so that your car will last? 866-348-7884. We've got uh, Maggie is in Cary, North Carolina. Maggie, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? Uh, okay, driving slowly to work. <laughs> Gently. Have you got the goldfish bowl in your lap? <laughs> uh, it feels like I do. Oh, yeah, because it's kind of icy out there in Cary, North Carolina. Because I, I drove this morning, and I couldn't believe how much black ice there was in Winston-Salem. Really scary stuff. Well, it's actually melting away, but I have to drive slowly until my car heats up and my timing changes loosens up so really? I go really slow so what's going on with that well I have this noise in the car and I've taken it to about four different mechanics and I I'm told it's my timing chain mm-hmm. apparently oil either leaked into it or steel is worn out or but the end result it is my timing chain I've been quoted two thousand dollars to get a fix but they will not degrease the timing chain. So the noise and the stickiness will stay there. One mechanic told me get rid of the car. The other three told me, and it's a great car, has a great motor, but it's 12 years old and things happen. So either way, I can't afford a new car. And, I, and I'm afraid of fixing it because when they see you're a woman and you show up by yourself, seems like I'm told different things. And- all right. Hopefully we're still on the air. We lost all power here at Truth Network, as, as sometimes happens with the, the <laughs> ice storms that we've been having. We've been having a lot of power outages here and there. Uh, it, it, and, again, we lost the caller because we lost our phone service and we lost our computers. So hopefully we'll have her back. I hope she calls back at 866-348-7884. She was describing her this timing chain issue and as i was listening i was thinking number one um this is a question so many people come to me with i've got a 2002 car it's got 150,000 miles on it it needs a major repair like she's talking about do i invest this money well i always just say is this a good car for you because the the prevailing wisdom back in the day was that if the repairs exceeded the value of the car it was time to trade it or time to sell it and i disagree with that methodology wholeheartedly. In fact, I live that method. If you go out there and look at old red, it's, it's got a new engine. You know, I put in it maybe seven or eight years ago. Wow. I spent, you know, whatever it was, $3,500 to put in a new engine and that engine 
has lasted me another 180,000 miles, and, and who knows, it may go to another 250,000 miles. And the issue is, is that I could have bought probably three or four new cars in the period of time that since I've gotten that new engine, and all those new cars, you know, they would have been $45,000 or whatever that may be. Or even if I'd bought an inexpensive used car, if I'd bought a $5,000 used car, well, three of those times $5,000 is $15,000. So the investment I made in that one engine was certainly a good investment. But as our caller was mentioning, she's a lady, and that's really an issue is finding somebody that you can trust to work on your car. And so this is one of the places where I'm really, really excited about what the Christian Car Guy is doing across the country is we have all these repair shops that um, partner with us in the Jesus Labor Love. And so if these guys are willing to donate the labor to single moms and widows across the country, if you go to our website, christiancarguy.com, you can see all these repair centers across the country, especially in the markets where you're hearing our radio show. And you see, wow, if that guy is willing to donate his labor, then I know I can trust him to fix my car. Now, let's just say that you've got a really strange car or you, you've, you've got a, a Peugeot. And, you know, everybody doesn't know how to work on a Peugeot, but I can assure you, if you take it to one of those Jesus Labor Love participants, those guys can point you to somebody that you can trust because being able to trust the person is significantly important to getting your car repaired right. So my advice, even though I don't still have her on the line and I hope she will call back, we may have actually lost our phones in that power outage. I don't know. Sometimes we have to reboot our computers. It's 866 348 7884 is the number to call in. And again, my advice would be let's find you somebody good to work on your car and let's go ahead and repair that timing chain. And yes, that timing chain, if it slips, it's going to be the end of that engine and it's not a safe thing to drive with a bad timing chain. So we need to get that fixed as quickly as possible. And uh, I would definitely recommend if the car is good for you and it's a safe car, because I never would advocate anybody driving an unsafe car or something that doesn't meet their needs or maybe they need dual airbags and their car doesn't have airbags. Whatever it is that they feel that they need to do to make their family safe, that's critical because you can't replace that. But once you've done that, and if that car is meeting your needs, I always recommend you repair it. I don't care how many miles it has on it. When Old Red needs another engine, guess what I'm going to do? There's no doubt. I'm hoping they'll bury me in the car. <laughs> that's what we talk about on the Christian Car Guys show today. Crashes to ashes, dust to rust. How can you take care of your car? What are good driving habits? You call us, 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four. Encourage! Every birthday bubble has a glory. Each abysmal failure makes a point. Every glowing path that goes astray shows you how to find a better way. So every time you stumble, never grumble. Next time you bumble even less. For up from the ashes, up from the ashes, grow the roses of success. Grow the roses, grow the roses, grow the roses of success. Oh yes, grow the roses, those rosy roses. From the ashes of disaster, grow the roses of success. Disaster didn't stymie Louis Pasta. No, sir. Edison took years to see the light. Right. Alexander Graham knew failure well. He took a lot of notes to ring that bell. So when it gets distressing, it's a blessing. Onward and upward, 
but you must press yes, yes, till from the ashes, up from the ashes. Crashes to ashes, dust to rust. <laughs> you may recognize that song from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Always one of my personal favorites because from the ashes of disaster grow the roses of success. And so today we're talking about what did you learn perhaps the hard way that you don't do this to your car or you end up with a big fat repair bill. What are the driving habits that will extend the life of your car? 866. Well, I shouldn't call out that number just yet because we're having phone troubles today as we lost all power right in the middle of the beginning of the show. <laughs> so calling in right now might be frustrating for you. So we'll let you know when we're back on the phones. This is a live show, though. And we're talking about what are some of those driving habits that would lead to trouble versus what are some of the things that will get your car to last longer. One of the things that I was guilty of for years, for example, was if you've got a straight drive like I do, Old Red is a manual shift car, a truck as the case may be, and if you just lean your hand like you, you, you lay your hand on the shifter all the time, well, guess what? That wears out those bushings and you'll end up with a repair bill quicker than you would if you didn't put your hand on that shift lever, so to speak. Or, again, you hear people talk about jackrabbit stops and starts all the time. Well, let me just, <laughs> you know, when you really think about what all's going on here, the pressure that you're putting on your axles, the pressure that you're putting on the transmission, the pressure that you're putting on the engine, all these things as you ram the, floor, the gas to the floor to take off quickly, all that adds wear and tear because when you make those gears come together quickly, guess what? There's a lot more friction there. And you put that pressure on the system that doesn't necessarily have to, because if you're going to keep your car 300,000 miles, as we talked about in a previous segment, if you're going to keep it a long, long time, then babying it seems to make a lot of sense. That doesn't mean that you don't drive it normally because it has to heat up. I, I talked to a friend this week who had a, a, a show car at one point in time, and he never warmed it up enough off the trailer to get it really going. And guess what? Because he babied it too much. It, that hurts the car as well because cars have to heat up. But the thing of it is you drive it normally, don't overdo it. But those jackrabbit stops and starts are really hard on a car. Same thing on the brakes. So you decide, well, you know, I can pull right up that stop sign and hit my brakes quickly. Well, you can, as you drive longer and longer, you get experience to know, okay, how long has that light been green? How long has that light been red? Is that light going to turn green or red before I get there? And you can coast. Coasting. Now, that doesn't mean shifting into neutral because it's not legal. But coasting, meaning, you know, just give yourself plenty of time because if that light goes from green to red, you know, why not realize that this is probably going to happen so I can get off the gas so I don't have to slam on the brakes. When you slam on the brakes, that obviously takes off more brake shoe. It puts heat on the rotors. You can warp the rotors. you got all those issues of slamming on the brakes. Now, if you got to slam on the brakes, you got to slam on the brakes. I'm not saying that. But whenever possible, coast up to that stop sign. Take off slowly. Baby your car because if you can get it to go 300,000 miles, 400,000 miles, 500,000 miles, it saves you tons and tons of money. Now, we had mentioned earlier that we have a brand new website. And I want to spend a minute with that because I'm really excited about what it offers now. It's ChristianCarGuy.com. Not too hard to remember if you've been listening to Christian Car Guy for a while, <laughs> ChristianCarGuy.com. But you will notice that we now have our daily stand on the highway tip, those tips that sometimes you hear during the show where I give a 30-second tip of some kind. Well, there's a new tip every single day at ChristianCarGuy.com, and you can listen to that audio or you can read it either way. 
Of course, we have the whole on track with Andy ministry. We have uh, which you know talks about all those ministries out at NASCAR and what's going on with that. That's at the website. And quite often you'll hear Wisdom of the Wounded during the show. Wisdom of the Wounded with Karen Mulder. What do you say in a funeral line? Those kind of things. Well, their links and all that are there again at Christian Car Guy. Of course, we have a button where you can listen live. So if you happen to be out of town or living somewhere in in another country and you want to be able to listen to the show, you can always listen live by going to the website and click on the listen live button and pushing that. Or if you were, wow, I wanted to hear the rest of that show. I wanted to hear Robbie's story about royally soiled again. I wanted to hear Isaiah 61, but I didn't get to hear it. You can always go to the podcast function there. And our shows are podcast every week. So every show that's, that we played over the last two or three years was there at the podcast. And of course, all our 30 second tips are, leaded, are listed there at their 30-second tips. It shows our purpose. And a lot of folks are out there like our lady right now who would love to call in, but she can't because we don't have any phones. So what do we do with that? Well, there at the website, christiancarguy.com, we have the Ask an Expert page. Now, the Ask an Expert page has Bob from 109, you pull it. You have a question for a junkyard guy, or you got a question for a body shop guy, or you got questions for Bill Mix and our Christian insurance guy, or you got a question... That's a mechanical issue that you want with Joey Abandola with Abandola Automotive. All those people are listed at Ask an Expert, or you can ask me. Uh, any question that you come up with during the week, you don't have to wait till the show comes back. You just go in there and you can email any of us to get that information. It's right there on the Ask an Expert tag. And then there's the Jesus Labor Love. Very, very, very important in a, in a situation here in the Christian Car Guy Show. The Jesus Labor Love is free car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. That may be a veteran. Whatever the situation is, uh, if it's a crisis, we want to jump in there and try to help. And, and it's the labor. It's not the parts. And we have a whole bunch of volunteers. And that Jesus Labor Love there link is at christiancarguy.com. So if you know somebody who needs help, by all means, send them there to fill out an application. But what I'm going to put a bug in your ear right now since I can't take any calls <laughs> is I really really would ask that you pray to possibly volunteer with us on the Jesus Labor Love team either to pray or to make phone calls again that application's there at Jesus Labor Love you can email me if that's something you'd like to do we could really use your help we got a lot more show coming up on track with Andy coming up and our appraisal by the real black book stay tuned Titled that one from chariot to junk. <laughs> you know, one minute you're driving and everything's great, and then the next thing it won't start. That's what we're talking about today. Crashes to ashes, dust to rust. What can we do to protect our vehicles, drive them safer, take better care? One real quick tip when you're at the gas pump, don't go click, click, click like that, you know, because when you keep adding gas, 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 it goes into the evaporation system. It can turn on your check engine light. So as soon as it click once, stop. Don't fill up the, the filler neck with gasoline. All you do is waste the gas and hurt your emission system. So one quick tip. And now we're excited because we're going to go out to Las Vegas. We got Andy Bowersox on track with Andy out there in Las Vegas. How you doing? 
Okay, Robbie, it's time for another On Track with Andy segment here. And uh, I'm going to throw a curveball at you a little bit. I am actually at Gateway Church in South Lake, Texas, with Sion Alford. He's a friend of mine I met at a racetrack about uh, about a year and a half ago. But Sion is the executive worship pastor here at, at, uh, at the South Lake campus, main campus here of Gateway Church. And it just so happens that uh, I had kind of a divine detour this afternoon. I was, I was headed to, uh, to the Vegas racetrack, missed a plane with the ice storm there early on, and, um, and just kind of got stuck here. So I came over to visit these guys, and wouldn't you know it, I run into their men's summit, which is absolutely amazing. But uh, I'm going to let Sion say hello and tell us a little bit about it. So, Sion, what and what is actually going on here? Well, we're uh, once a year we do a men's summit here at Gateway. It's a men's conference. Uh, we have about uh, 3,000 men right now in the sanctuary, just right across the hallway there, uh, hearing the Word of God. There's praise and worship. Uh, it's been a two-day conference. Uh, we've had Craig Rochelle in, John Gray. Of course, Pastor Robert Morris has been here from Gateway, and now uh, John Gray, obviously. And you, you head up this conference, right? I am over the worship for okay. the conference and uh, and over a part of the conference that uh, I'm sure we're going to talk about here in just a okay. few minutes. Well, Robbie, I'm sure you're wondering, what am I doing talking to a worship pastor down here at this huge church? But uh, they do something really neat, and uh, and it's it has to do with eye racing. And honestly, I don't know a lot about that, but it's part of an outreach. I imagine this is because there's a lot of guy stuff happening here. There's some big trucks in the parking lot, some ATVs, some other guy things, but there's a huge focus on this iRacing program. So what is that actually about? Well, iRacing is uh, from iRacing.com. Uh, iRacing is a simulation uh, built by a group out of Massachusetts uh, that uh, is owned by John Henry. Uh, John Henry is uh, part, of course, owner of Boston Red Sox and I'm sure some other things. John Henry is principal owner of the company iRacing. They developed uh, simulation software uh, that was used to train NASCAR and, and IndyCar Formula One drivers. And uh, they developed this software, went public and uh, went to the general public in 2008. And uh, since then, the online community has grown from a few hundred people. Now they have 45,000 subscribers uh, who get online every night and race against anybody from Christian Filipaldi to Dale Earnhardt Jr., Joey Logano, uh, Tony You actually Stewart. get to race against these guys on the online scene there. Yes, and I have personally uh, <laughs> raced with some of these guys. Uh, so it's a, it's a training tool for a lot of NASCAR and Formula One uh, IndyCar teams, but uh, got, got normal guys just like, just like me who have a passion for racing. I'm a very competitive guy. I'm, of course, I love singing. I love worship doing those things, but uh, there's the other, the man side of me that also likes uh, to get on a racetrack and compete. Okay, so, Robbie, I wish you could see the scene behind me here, but there is, what do you think, maybe 50 or 60, like, computer setups back here with wraparound screens, pedals, gear shifts, all kinds of stuff, right? It, it, is, a, it is a simulation. It's, uh, it's not a Forenza 5 or a Need for Speed that you can get on your Xbox 360 or PlayStation. Uh, these things take high-powered computers to run them uh, because it is a simulation software. Uh, so guys custom-build their rigs uh, to kind of meet their needs, their style of racing. Uh, they meet online 
through the iRacing.com service and race against uh, other members in different classes, different uh, levels of racing with racers from all over the world. So all this stuff that's sitting here behind us, where did this come from, actually? It's uh, individually owned equipment? Yes, yes all in, individually owned equipment, yes. Personal so, computers, yep. All right, and so I'm sure, Robbie, there's probably some listeners here wondering, what does this have to do with ministry? Because here we, I mean, we're in this church, and they have got it transformed. Actually, to, to our left is a winner's circle that is, looks like a mock racetrack setup. It has podiums on there. There's cameras everywhere. I mean, this I, can, I can't describe to you how big of a deal this really is is. But what does it have to do with the men's ministry here? Well, we see it as, uh, you know, iRacing is, is is an organization that I'm a part of, uh, that I love to race. It's a, it's a hobby that I have. And I know men like myself have hobbies. I love golf. Um, guys like to fish, things like that. Those are great connection points with people who may not know Christ, uh, who may not have a personal relationship with him, or maybe just guys that are that are lukewarm, maybe riding the fence somewhere. This is a great opportunity for me as a person who also wants to reach out into the marketplace or out into the world. Uh, of course, I, I'm on staff at a church, so I don't, I'm not around a whole lot of unsaved people. But I, I'll get in a chat room or get in a race, and I'm around a lot of unsaved people, yeah. which is great. That's I love uh, I love being salt in the world and being a light in dark places. So uh, with that passion, um, just like churches have, may have golf tournaments or churches may have fishing tournaments or bowling activities, well, uh, here at Gateway, we decided, hey, let's have an, out- our, an outreach to iRacers. Uh, it's the only one in the country. Um, hmm. iRacing is uh, here, actually represented uh, th- this year. They've, they've sent a representative down here from their company uh, to participate with us to be one of the instructors during the seminar. And so uh, they've come, and uh, we just, we're using it as a tool, first of all, this is really cool, <laughs> to reach the guys with the love of Jesus and to show that God is a giver, he's not a taker, and that God loves each and every one of them. And uh, that's what they're seeing when they come. It's, it's a free seminar. We invite guys. And they're here from all over the United States, Washington, New York. Uh, some I was just going to ask you, like, all this stuff didn't come from right here in South Lake area, nope, did it? No, no. The, the guys from all over the country. So these are, these are guys that either you personally or some of the other guys from the church have developed relationships with playing online. And they, of their own expense, I imagine, yes. are coming down here to be part of this thing. Yes, that's exactly right. And uh, iRacing, as I mentioned earlier, has has its own community. Uh, if you're a member, you get into their private forums. And obviously, there's a lot of advertisement that we've done through iRacing uh, on their website uh, to advertise the event. And so guys have come, like I said, from Florida, California, New York, Canada, from all over. Right. You know, Robbie, I'm just I'm sitting here thinking of all the things that we focused on ways that, uh, you know, in the business world, we call it marketplace ministry. But uh, but even our ministry itself with Energize is a lot of recreational ministry. But this is a prime example of just integrating. You know what? There's a retail culture. There's a game culture. There's all kinds of stuff going there. But they're here and they can't help but get the message of Christ when they come to the church, too. That's exactly right. And uh, they've been in some of the sessions with us experiencing. The, the presence of God in a way that they've never experienced him before. But most of all, uh, just having a uh, having a touch and a relationship with some guys that really love Jesus, it's a cool thing. Yeah, Robbie, so again, I, w- I wish I could explain the magnitude of this, but I think there is there roughly 3,000 guys are in attendance at this men's summit, is yep, that right? Just a little over 3,000. Right, so I, I just came out of a worship service here with 3,000. Sion was leading everybody in praise and worship tonight, and, uh, and then they're going back to the gaming here, I guess, maybe giving out some awards tonight. Is that yep. going to happen? Yeah, we've got tournament racing that happens. Uh, so so part of the the fun of getting all these guys together, we, we do a lot of tournament racing and have uh, prizes. Uh, 
Eddie Gossage was here earlier from Texas Motor Speedway to present some prizes. Uh, came out and shared his testimony with us, and uh, it was a great time. Yeah, this this is really a fantastic outreach, Robbie, and it's uh, it's we're going to call it a virtual on track segment this week. We're not, we never actually made it to the racetrack due to the weather, but uh, it's been a bit of a divine detour and just just a blessing to be here. So, uh, sign is there a website for these for anybody else to want to check it out? If maybe they're listening, they're into <coughs> iRacing, they want to get involved with it for next year. Yeah, two two ways. One is uh, go to iRacing.com. If you're not a member, there's some great opportunities to be a member at iRacing.com. Secondly, they can go to iRace for life.org that's i race in the number four life.org uh, find out more about the seminar that's happening next year during our men's summit just like it is this year fantastic well i appreciate you being here with us today taking time out and uh robbie i know this is i don't know when the last time you played video games either but uh this is pretty amazing and uh it's come a long way from the old atari days for yes, sure so anyway so Sian, thanks for being with us and uh, robbie we'll turn it back over to you and uh, we would point out that all that is at ChristianCarGuy.com as well. On the On Track with Andy segment, you can see a big link there to the iRace for Life. So you just go to ChristianCarGuy.com and see the big race car picture and click on that. And you can be on your way if you're in, in, into video games or that kind of thing. It's amazing how God takes all these platforms and uses those to bring life. And so, again, maybe we should do a segment, Where in the World is Andy Bowersox? Because I thought he was in Las Vegas. He's in Texas. Everywhere. (laughs) But when we come back, we're going to get royally soiled again because I'm going to share the last chapter of my book, The Legend of Banana Pants. Very exciting stuff that God taught me this week. So stay tuned. You get to hear that. Encourage. Every birthday bubble has a glory. Each abysmal failure makes a point. Every glowing path that goes astray shows you how to find a better way. So every time you stumble, never grumble. Next time you'll bumble even less. For up from the ashes, up from the ashes, Grow the roses of success up from the ashes, which as we promised in our appraisal by the real black book today, where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up for a voice for understanding. I was going to share the last, I've written the last chapter of my book, The Legend of Banana Pants this week, and it's called, interestingly, along the lines of ashes of disaster, royally soiled again. So here we go. Who would write such a script? On February 1st, 2008, I had just lost our Chrysler Dodge Jeep dealership. I went to an attorney friend who instructed me. He said, Robbie, it would take $300,000 to go bankrupt. And since I didn't have a dime, he said, well, you, Robbie, you better climb under a rock because all these people are fixed to come after you. Well, the IRS, they said I owed them over half a million dollars, and the SBA slash Justice Department said I owed them over half a million dollars. Chrysler, who were themselves destined for bankruptcy within a year, said I owed them over a million dollars. If you're totaling this up, we're over two million. Other creditors from the dealership were hundreds of thousands. Our house was in foreclosure. We'd lost our cars. Our kids' tuition had been paid. They went there in a Christian school. And my son was supposed to graduate that year, so that was a real crisis. And although I had a job with a radio station, it was mostly commissioned, and I didn't have any many clients yet. So 
in order to have the money to rent a house, I was actually delivering newspapers. I had to get up at 3 a.m., seven days a week. The good news was that January, <laughs> or it was the first week in February, I was going to the Super Bowl. You know, this is so Jesus. You got all this stuff going on in your life. But my son and I had won tickets from Chrysler that fall to go to the Super Bowl. And we'd sign an agreement that we wouldn't sell them. So although I had no money, we had to sleep in our car in Phoenix. We didn't even have the money to buy a hot dog or to park. My son and I were just a few rows up in the end zone, sitting there watching the Super Bowl. We got to see Eli Manning throw the winning touchdown pass. I mean, who could write this script? Well, I knew that someone besides my office manager who had pled guilty to embezzlement and went to prison must be to blame. I do believe in many ways, really, I was responsible. I was the one who didn't want to pay for the audit every year or find enough capital to have the used car inventory we needed. It was commonplace to move some numbers around the financial statement to show more net worth for Chrysler's capital working standard. And no doubt, I actually condone our office manager doing that. Yes, I had fallen a long, long way down. And my tumble down from the mountain of life to the deep, rich valleys had planted me in soil. Jesus knew that would allow my roots to go deep and to be nourished in the ashes of my disasters and the compost of weeds long since uprooted. I really thank my Savior that I was well-watered from the storms of my life and well-drained with the sands from my rough edges. God certainly placed me facing south with exposure to the needed sun slash sun every day. As I'd been instructed to spend some time in the Word, God's Word every day, and I feel I lived Isaiah 61. For the, as the soil makes the sprout come up, and a garden causes seeds to grow, so the sovereign Lord will make righteousness and praise spring up from the nations. Well, the most amazing part of the story for me was my wife. She was by my side stronger than ever before, and this is really kind of tough when you think about it. Tammy had never had to drive a car since she'd known me more than 6,000 miles. She was always in a new car. We lived in a custom-built house in an exclusive neighborhood. We traveled constantly. We went on amazing adventures. We went on cruises to Russia and the Black Sea. And that past September, we'd been to Ireland. We took our family to all kinds of amazing vacations. And we had Carolina Panther box seats. Most of our friends lived similar lifestyles. And most of our friends would soon abandon the has-been Dilmores. Yet Tammy was somehow made, really, she was made for me and this adversity, and she leaned into the storm with almost reckless abandon. I could never really dream of how rough it would get. Court orders and subpoenas, certified packages and sheriff visits. I never felt once that Tammy wasn't right with me, all the way to when it might appear that I would go to prison. The one moment I never, ever forget was that February at age 53. It was dark and very cold, and I was running from apartment to apartment trying to throw papers up to the third story. And then failing to do so, I'd have to run all those stairs. And all the papers had to be out by 7 a.m. And there was a patch of ice on the sidewalk, and boom, I fell hard. And slicing my knee, I was laying there bleeding in the dark. And at that point, believe me, I did cry out. It was dark in the morning, and I'd lost everything. And I said, why, why, why? And I listened for God's voice, and I didn't hear anything, not even crickets. (laughs) It was too cold. I had a wife and three kids at home, and they needed shelter and food, and I may not be able to run a Chrysler dealership, but I could get those papers out, and there was a deep sense of satisfaction in knowing that at least I could do that job well. 
this valley had far richer soil for me than any mountaintop I'd ever fallen from. I knew beyond the shadow of a doubt I was doing all I could with no compromise, no fudging the numbers, or failing one of from one of Chrysler's schemes. And oh, did Chrysler and the bank have schemes. Which, that might be a book in itself someday. I truly still have nightmares. Yes, when you are in the valley of the shadow of death, you see what really matters and who really matters. And may I tell you, it's God and family. At this point, the Green Bay Packers are just out of the picture. <laughs> All of Vince Lombardi and Jill Valmano's famous speech. Where do you get the faith to put your last dollar into the gas tank of that newspaper delivery car at $4 a gallon that winter? Or the strength to roll that first paper? Jesus had told me to share my heart on the radio, and he had never let me down, not through cancer or Jeep crushing or brain abscess. He got me that job throwing newspapers, and my wife, she believed in me. Her faith was stronger than mine, and I knew it. Jesus, Tammy, my mother and father, Vic Hill, Stu Epperson, Bill Mixon, Gaither Marklin, Jerry Mathis, Vinnie Menino, Adam Draper, John Quartz, and Dr. Branch all became oaks of righteousness right before my eyes. I'm telling you, God had planted oaks of righteousness all around me, and they prayed and they encouraged me. Many loaned me money or even gave me money. That soil was far richer from the ashes of my disasters, which, by the way, make lie, as I discovered I needed a strong cleansing agent. The heat of the compost of my turned-up weeds and other decay schemes also made for some precious nutrients of illuminated Scripture. I had surely had a serious rototilling to loosen my prideful hardness allowing my very thirsty roots the much-needed water of life. Yet just as Paul planted and Apollos watered, it was grace, God and Jesus, that helped me grow. Grace from God, oh yes, but Jesus with flesh on was, and first and foremost, my wife. I so love this quote from Stacey Eldridge in her book, Becoming Myself. The kingdom of God, here's the quote, the kingdom of God will not advance without women rising up to play their role. The transformation and healing of a man requires the presence, strength, and mercy of a woman. It was six years ago, and I'm just now able to realize the critical role my wife played. She called me out on up, and things were more than miraculous. She was even in the car waiting on me that night I fell at 4 a.m. in the morning. Many call me faithful, but first of all, my wife and so many families and friends had faith in me when I really had little in myself. No doubt Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the Father met with me every morning, but all those around me carried me through the day. How I got on the radio and spoke with any confidence on any automotive subject or faith was an issue I guess can't imagine. The Lord had so many advocates in my life. Well, the story gets even more amazing. Within a year of that, I was on Fox and Friends speaking to Million on how to save General Motors. Fox News interviewed me around the world, and God placed me in some amazing places doing amazing ministry ever since then. But think of the oaks of righteousness. Think of the soil that was there because of the failure. <laughs> that decay had led to some very, very deep roots. Again, we thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy show this morning. We would urge you to go to ChristianCarGuy.com to find out more about our ministries and all those things. And remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And how about checking out your soil this week? Think about how God has planted you with Oaks of Righteousness.